Welcome to Piloting the Pilots, the podcast where two ambivalent TV stop your moaning, ghoul. <laughs> we watch television pilots and let you know what shows soar to the highest heights of the small screen or crash and burn. My name is Aaron. With me, as always, is my dead vamp, Cameron. How are you doing today? Could be better. Yeah. <laughs> Could be better. Yeah. What's got you down? Is it this shitty show that we just watched? Well... We were supposed to watch <laughs> Night Gallery. And I was looking forward to it. I was very much looking forward to it. You know, Joan Crawford is in the pilot episode. I would have loved to have seen that. There were a lot of great Top-notch actors. actors, yeah. Unfortunately, Night Gallery was no longer available to watch. Apparently not. So, I just happened to have some notes <laughs> set for another show we were going to do. Yep. So, we did that show instead. That show was this show. October Faction on Netflix. I, okay. <laughs> let's get in, I want to get into something. Yeah, let's, let's. Let me just say something. Here. Okay. We have watched, at this point, this is our 39th show. Yes. It's 41 if you count Murder, She Wrote, <laughs> Magnum, P.I. Actually, and then you count Hawaii Five-O. Yeah, shows. and Lovecraft Country. So 43, okay. what? Oh, and then the super secret... Um, Cagney and Lacey. Cagney and Lacey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one's never being released ever. <laughs> but, okay, so we've seen almost 50 shows. Okay, yeah. This is uh-huh. the worst show <laughs> we have watched. I used profanity yeah. in my note-taking yeah. multiple times. Oh, my God, look at my side. What does that say? <laughs> that says... Let me put on my glasses. I give up with an underline. <laughs> <laughs> under. <laughs> you were thinking that of, was like 15 minutes in. I think you were thinking of packing it in. Yeah, it was yeah. definitely one of those. Like I'd subtly hit the button just to see how far along we were. And it was like 15. We were like 33 minutes left. Yeah. And then like a little bit later, it's like 25 minutes. Left. <laughs> oh my god, this is never going to seriously. Yeah. I think this is. My least favorite show we have ever watched. Yeah, I think so. Me too. Yeah. Ever. Ever. So we're going to talk about that. Yeah. Although I think we have watched some really bad ones. We have watched some but really... I can't... I don't really remember them, but I don't think they were as bad as this one. The, it, and this one wasn't fun bad. No, that's the problem. It wasn't fun bad. We've seen yeah. like kind of like not great shows like uh, Atlantis was not great, right. but it was like... You could sit through it. Oh, we did watch Atlantis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even um, like the Charmed reboot. Right. And the Witches right. of East End. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah same yeah. with like Jogging Your Cursed. Oh, right. Uh, I mean, like those are those are more on the lower end. Oh, what was that werewolf one that we watched where the werewolf show, showed up in the last like two minutes? Was that The Order? The Order? The Order. I the am, or- <laughs> by the way, I'm very impressed that I'm pulling these titles out. I am so impressed with you right now. You have no Ooh. idea. <laughs> you can remember dumb show titles. I leveled up as a husband. <laughs> um, but yeah, 
But this was the least enjoyable show. I'm starting to think that Netflix shows are really bad. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think they have quantity. Yeah. And then out of that quantity, eventually you're going to get a Stranger Things you know, every once I in a think, while. Honestly, I think they started with quality because they needed quality shows to keep people. And then they just started putting out stuff left and right. Well, to because be like, they started losing their licenses. They started, losing their, license. they started yeah. losing their licenses mm-hmm. because... Other people were pulling their shows for their, for their own subscription services. Subscription services. Yeah. So, so then they just had to put out a ton of stuff. Yeah, but I think when they do well, they do really well. Mm-hmm. But there's just so much of it, and a lot of it is trash. Pure garbage. But why don't you give us a show synopsis for this pure garbage? A semi-retired couple. Are they? Semi-retired. From what? From what? What do they do? Well, that was a big question for me for the whole freaking show. We watched a whole episode, and I still really don't know. I know they hunt monsters. Yeah, okay. I guess. Maybe. But I really <laughs> I really don't know what this show is about. Okay, they're semi-retired from something. Okay. Who work for a clandestine monster hunting agency. They discover dark family secrets and the truth about their employer after their magically inclined nigh-adult kids reawaken a witch bent on revenge. Oh my god. Did those writers wow. of the show Did, write this Oh my synopsis? god, because that was just word vomit. That, that feel, I have a lot That was to, so hard to read, and I'm a book narrator. <laughs> I have a lot of, a lot of my notes have to do with specific lines yeah. in the show. Okay. And like, this sounds like something that was written for this show. Like, this is, that's how gobbledygook you know, it is. this is the second week in a row mm. where on Netflix show, we've had to rewrite the show synopsis. Yes. For them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, let's get the episode synopsis. Then okay. we can get really into. Episode entitled Presidio, mm. which they use ten times. Ten, ten times. Presidio. It's Presidio. You're not Presidio material. You're not Presidio material. <laughs> Are think... we Presidio? She Are can't... you Presidio? She can't handle Presidio. Can you? <laughs> You're barely Presidio material. <laughs> it's Presidio, what is, what is Presidio? <laughs> it's the order, honey. Yeah, I know. I got that by the end. No, no. The werewolf order. The werewolf Yeah, order? it's linked. It's it's a linked world. Oh, uh, okay. No, it's really not. I made that up to make it more interesting uh, for myself. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> All right, Presidio. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's as scary as the specters of the past oh. or watching this show. <laughs> or ugly antiques. When did antiques come into play? I'm not sure. When did one antique come I didn't, in? I didn't see an ugly antique. No. What are they talking about? I have no idea. Okay. The Allens find out as much when a patriarch's passing brings them home. Find That's a terrible what. sentence, too. God, I just, I can't even. What? I can't even with people's grammar. Oh, my God. The Allens find out as much when a patriarch's passing brings them home? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You know what? Guys, <laughs> I'm trying to get be a writer. Okay. I would like to be published one day. <laughs> and I, I can't. Get through a paragraph without being like, no, that's not written clearly enough. I should probably <laughs> rewrite that. And these mother effers are getting paid by Netflix to make garbage. It's really annoying. Anyway, this show, such as it is, 
is starring Tamara Taylor as Dolores Allen. She was in Lost and Bones. Specifically in... Bones. I remember her from Bones. I don't remember She was her also in Lost. the teacher in Serenity. Yes. I don't remember her in Lost. Who was she in Lost? I have no idea. It must have been later seasons when we stopped watching. You probably. Yeah, because we stopped watching what, season, season three? Season three, I think yeah. after Charlie died. Yeah. We were like, well, we're bored now. <laughs> they killed Mary. <laughs> yeah. Oh, spoilers, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> we have J.C. McKenzie as Fred Allen. He was in The Wolf of Wall Street, The Departed, and The Irishman. So I think I cut that all in because he's a very Martin Scorsese hmm. actor. Okay. So that must have been the... So why is he in this? I don't know. Okay. He's garbage. <laughs> Sorry, I don't actually usually criticize people's acting. Right. I'm going to try to yeah. not do that. But I'm also not going to cut Well, that. you know what? There are a <laughs> lot of great actors in this and they did a terrible job. That's a very diplomatic way of saying that. Yeah. No, that's that's fact. That's not diplomacy. That's just fact. <laughs> we have Aurora <laughs> Burkhart as Viv Allen. She was in The Stranger, and there she goes. There she goes again. There she goes again. <laughs> wow, I was really flat. Racing through my brain, and I just can't contain it. Okay, skip. Ooh, I am really off today. Dude, I've got a head cold. <laughs> we have, we have, so there you don't like my singing I don't care I don't, I'm sick <laughs> trust me this is the least amount of pain you'll have to sit through if you skipped watching this show please skip watching oh I, honestly there's no reason anyone would have watched it they would have no because they didn't know we were doing this so congratulations you won the lottery <laughs> you did this is really good for you we have Gabriel Darku as Jeff Allen. Mm-hmm. He was in Reboot and Shadow Hunters, mm-hmm. which I believe is the television series based on that movie about the the brother and sister who fall in love and who want to do each other. Constantly. They want to do oh, each other. Oh, right, City of Bones. Yeah, they think yeah. they're brother. Wait, at first they think they want to do each other. They don't know that they're brother and sister, right. and then they find out through the course of the movie that, that they're they brother are brother and, and sister. sister. And then they're like, "But it's okay. We're not going to change the way we feel about each other." And then it turns out. Hopefully. That they're not that they're brothers. Not brothers. But they don't know that. But they don't know as that. As they race off onto a motorcycle at the end, she's like tweaking his Hold, Yeah, it's so gross. <laughs> it's so gross. So. So gross. Then we have Megan Follows. Yeah. Yeah, there's a good actress right there. Yeah, I know. There's a lot of great ones in this. That's Edith Moorhead. She was in Winona Earp. But more importantly, she was in, she was Anne and all the Anne of Green Gables, yeah. Anne of Avonlea. Yeah. All that stuff. And Shirley. And Shirley. Mm-hmm. So this was released this year. It's okay. a recent show, January 23rd, 2020. What a weird time to release that. You would think they would release it in October. Yeah, you would think it's so. It's called October Faction. I think they knew how garbage it was. Oh, my God. Isn't that January 23, 2020? That was the before times. That was in the long, long ago. That was when we could actually like go out and do yeah. stuff. Yeah, oh, man. Remember that? I do. Sometimes we would just go out to do something. Wow. Just like... Without even thinking about it, we would just like, hey. No precautions. We'd just go out. We would just do it with impunity. Wow. But... Take over Barnes & Noble like bitches. The number one song is Roddy Rich's The Box, which I think is, he has the record for. Isn't it still him? No. Wasn't there another one this no, year? No, oh, there was... were like four or five yeah, okay. that were, we, We've done a lot of shows and movies that <laughs> released around when The Box came out okay. for some reason. The number one movie was Bad Boys for Life. Okay. Don't know it. Give me your predictions for this wonderful okay. show-off. 
I knew nothing going into this, right? Nothing. Nothing. I knew nothing. 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 I all knew... I had was the name and that it was from Netflix. Yeah. That's oh. all I had. <laughs> okay. So, <clears throat> a group of a-holes come out during Halloween to spy on and haunt people using their really dumb superpowers. All right. Yeah, I thought we were going to be a lot closer on this one, but apparently we weren't. <laughs> but that's, that's good. Why not? I, you know? Why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? <laughs> My prediction was a group of supernatural beings based on the Zodiac <laughs> war with one another for control of Earth. Our heroes, the October faction, are on the ropes. And will need all of their camouflage and cunning to escape the vicious August game. <laughs> nice. Nice. This show is garbage. Both of our shows would have been better. Way better. And these are things we threw to, uh, together, like, in seconds. <laughs> Two seconds before the show started. Hire us to write your shows. <laughs> we will do it. We will put more than ten seconds into the thought. <laughs> No, 10 seconds is the max maximum right. thought on this. Do you want to get away from this show for just a brief period? For like a good 40 minutes, a massive portion of this Let's episode? Not, yeah. Let's get away from this. <laughs> <laughs> we should be like piloting the pilots featuring haunted doll stories. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we, we've, got, we've got a new haunted doll for y'all. Yay! In their story. <laughs> Just a little something like this. <laughs> nice. In the early 20th century. Oh, that was almost uh, D.B. Cooper almost made his return. <laughs> no! no! Keep him out. In the early 20th century, it wasn't uncommon for dolls to be made to resemble the girl she was being gifted to. Uh, yeah, like American Girl dolls. A- exactly. That's like, what I was... I, was a- I mean, it's the same thing. I was trying to work in American Girl dolls in that somewhere. I was yeah. like, it's like haunted American Girl dolls. Or... Oh, yeah, yeah. I got one downstairs. <laughs> You and your dolls. Me and my, me and my dolls. Yep. Me and my dolls. <laughs> <laughs> but oftentimes, like we saw with Let Me Out, <laughs> the dolls were made with the actual locks of the young girl. So creepy. But it was apparently equally common to use the hair of the deceased, which I don't really understand. Yes. Yes, it was common. Why not just you go to a hairdresser and sweep it up off the floor, get the leave-ins? Why do you have to shave the head of a dead person? Because they're being buried or cremated, and you want to keep the hair pristine so okay. that your daughter lives on in, in this doll. It's oh. like, okay. Oh, so, you're talking about the dead child's yeah, hair. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's sounds... that, that way you keep a piece of her forever. That's a bit of culty. Yeah, it's a bit gross and yeah. morbid. Yeah. But it'd be the same way if, like, say I decided in my will when I die, you have to keep my skull and put three sapphires on the forehead and it becomes a well, family heirloom. Well, I was planning heirloom. on doing that anyway. Yeah, and it's descended it through the lineage. Yeah. yeah, so you can watch over the clan. Yeah, and my skull has to stay on the mantelpiece. So much better. You're so much better than everyone on October Faction. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Anyway. That's that would be what you would do with the doll. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. In any event, such was the case with a young Italian girl who was gifted pupa, which is Latin for doll. Or or larva. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess because it's a baby. Oh, so it's like a yeah, pupa. that's like a cocoon. Yeah, that you makes, wrap them up. You makes know. complete sense. Yeah, what was that special type of blanket wrapping for babies that we had to do? What was a it papoose. called? No, no, no. When we would wrap them up really tightly. 
Oh, a swaddle. Swaddle, yeah. Yeah, they look yeah, like a little, they look like a little baby swaddled. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you let them crawl around yeah. like that, inchworm style. In <laughs> <laughs> one, I did one fun. One video I watched. There was a young woman because apparently it's like it's real hot right now for like young twenty-year-old women to stand and upload videos on YouTube of them talking about haunted dolls. So I get a lot of my information from (laughs) these people. But she kept calling the doll Poopa. (laughs) Oh. So I will be, from here on out, I will be referring to the doll as Poopa. (laughs) It's Poopa. She's like, I don't know if that's right, but it's Poopa. And I'm like, if you don't know, you know you know that's wrong. (laughs) I don't think she's clever enough she's to pull out Poopa. She's never heard of a pupa. No. She's never gone to a oh. science class in her life. Probably not. Jesus. <laughs> anyway, it was... We're it, not teasing. It was super endlessly funny. And, Excellent. And she said it in like that, the, the ghost story tone. Oh, so nice. it was always like, back in the day, Poopa. You know? <laughs> like, like kind of so serious and scary. I love that oh, so much. It's the best. Mm. <laughs> She also, oh, <laughs> she also referred to color corrected photos as being paintings. <laughs> Clearly. I love where you're getting our facts this round. I'm not sure we can trust the source. We should probably take her with a grain of salt. <laughs> it was literally like a sepia toned photo with like. Like they colored in blue oh in a couple gosh. places, and she thought it was a painting. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, priceless. Poopa <laughs> is a pretty standard-looking doll. She has soft, velvety arms and legs, a blue dress, cute curls from the little girl, uh-huh. and a jaunty little cap. Aww. Yeah, she's pretty cute. Yeah. And like, as far as haunted dolls go, she's like the most like. She's like the cutest. Yeah, except, I mean, Raggedy Ann was probably the most pristine-looking right. one. But she was, uh, she, she looked fine. She didn't look scary <laughs> at all. The doll was a cherished gift and remained with the owner for her entire life, who reportedly died in 2005. Hmm. Now, what have you noticed I have not mentioned at this point? Not sure. The name of the owner. Okay. <laughs> So, apparently, they have a whole bunch of information about this doll. How this doll came from Italy. Right. Came to America. All the origins, but not the owner. Came back to Italy. Came back. This person kept her for 75 years and it was a beloved toy. But that person does we not do have not a know, name. And we know that they died in 2005. But we have no idea what the name of this person is. Oh, okay. So, how's this sounding for you? This, this, sounded, this sounds really flimsy. It sounds a lot like poop. It sounds uh. a lot like poop. Uh... <laughs> It's weird that there's no information because the, the painting mm-hmm. of this doll, with this little girl, there is a. I've seen it. There's a there's a picture uh-huh. of her with. It. So I'm like, you have a picture of this little girl. So you you can't well, even I, do like face recognition. How or can you not identify who this person is? Where wow. did you get this picture? Put it anyway. on Facebook and be like, do you know this woman? Yeah, and like, you, and, you'd have the answer in like I don't know a month maybe. Yeah, and all the research I did, they all knew like the the how. It had traveled across and been all over Europe and all this other stuff. But, like, you can't even give me a simple name of wow. someone who just died 15 years ago. Like, when the internet existed. <laughs> um, well, barely. Yeah, and it, and it wasn't like the doll had, like, an elaborate provenance. It had one owner. Yeah. For 75 years. Wow. Putting all that aside. Yeah. Poopa was loved. <laughs> and um, she shows very little wear and tear. She's very well taken care of. 
reportedly the original owner, who you might remember was a very, very young girl, uh-huh. used to state that Poopa was her best friend and had a mind of her own, and she would hold extended conversations with it. Well, of course. That's what you do with dolls. The doll did nothing for 75 years it did nothing <laughs> really she was just like i love this doll she's, she's my, my best, best friend, friend. Yeah. i talked to her and everyone was like all these sites are trying to make me think this is a haunted doll we're like isn't that weird no. that this child loved this doll not at all i'm like were you people not loved yeah. <laughs> like we're i like, don't understand all of this bashing of parental love and stuff i'm like what how did you grow up? How were you raised? Yeah, our kids... Did you not play with toys? Our kids... Were you not kissed on the forehead by your parents? I know. Were you not hugged? <laughs> it's so weird to it's me. It's so weird. Our kids have conservatively 200 stuffed animals in bed <laughs> at any given time. Yeah. <laughs> not to mention a million and one action figures. And they love them. Yeah. Uh, we have had the same stuffed puppy for our eldest son, Jake, yeah. for six years. Yep. He's, he's had it since he was two. He's had a lot of love. Still sleeps with it. I don't think... He, <laughs> I don't think Boo was... The dog's name's Boo. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Boo was haunted. No. <laughs> but, but that yeah. thing has some soul. The owner also claimed... Though this is the one thing that... Okay, maybe. The owner, whoever that person was, okay. claimed that Poopa saved her life, but infuriatingly, nobody gives you any details uh, on this. Okay. So... I don't know that she, was her life saved literally or was it figuratively like figuratively like I was going through a rough patch in my and life and this doll literally saved my life sort of like how in the repair shop some of these women bring in their old dolls or stuffed animals yes. or whatever and they're like she meant everything, everything to me, me. helped me through some of these toughest times yeah and then they're older and, now and they've maybe lost a, a loved one yeah and they have this doll and it reminds them yeah and so they're the, like can you you know get it back to its yeah. old condition or highly recommend the repair shop oh yeah, I love sorry. it that isn't on Netflix by the way I love it so yeah so I don't really know like I mean like are, are you guys being willfully obtuse yeah of what this person is trying to convey <laughs> did Poopa like take like a rope and lasso it out onto an icy river. To, like, what, what, at least give me some details, the like context. Her dragon breath, honey, <laughs> melted the ice. Oh, of course. God. You know, it's just kind of a di- little digression. I think that's what irritates me a, lo- a lot about these paranormal investigators is they never ask any tough questions. They never <laughs> dig any deeper. Right, they never they, actually investigate. They never, like, when something sounds a little hinky, mm-hmm. they never stop and say, Wait, let me follow that, that up for just a minute. This sounds a little bit hinky. Yeah, this sounds maybe like. Are you talking? Yeah. In a, on an emotional exactly. level, are you talking this this dog like swung over a cavern <laughs> of like crocodiles and saved you? Like, yeah, exactly. Wh- what, what exactly happened? So. Oh, side note, guys. The Mothman was recently spotted. Ooh, that means a bridge is gonna fall, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Where, where was it? In New Jersey? Up in West Virginia. It's the Mothman, man. I thought. <laughs> I thought the Mothman was more New Jersey. No. West Virginia. Yes. Oh, boy. Yeah, Mothman's real, guys. <laughs> and it was recently spotted. You and your Wendigos and Mothman. <laughs> Mothman. The Mothman is real. Where was the Mothman spotted? I didn't dig deeper. Because <laughs> I believe it in is. It didn't sound hinky. It didn't know? sound hinky. Dude, if somebody says they've seen the Mothman, I believe it Face instantly. Face value. Face value. <laughs> So, anyway. No, I know the Mothman doesn't exist. Logically, of course. Right. 
But my older sister, Leah, when I was eight years old, she was 18 at the time. She's right. older than I am. Right. But anyway, she had come back for a visit, and, and I was talking about something. She goes, you know, we're going to be watching the Mothman prophecies, you know, uh, that yeah. dumb Richard Gere movie. Yeah, yeah. And, and I was like, why? And she goes, because he really exists. <laughs> and I was like, what? She's like, yeah, I've actually seen him. He's real. What? Yeah, she goes, he's real, Aaron. And she said it's so serious. Right. And Leah's never been one to, like, tease me or bully me right, or right, anything. Right, right, right. So I trusted her completely. So to this day, I do have this thing where I'm like, the Mothman is real. Yeah, exactly. But on the other hand, Leah's kind of dumb. (laughs) (laughs) So I do have these issues where I'm like, I'm not sure I can believe this source. Wow. Well, let's be fair. Should we tell people about my recent paranormal (laughs) problem I had Yes, go for it. It's too funny. So, I've been reading, well, because it's October, faction, (laughs) I've been reading kind of scary books, and I've been watching horror movies, or monster movies, not necessarily scary. Yeah. So, I read The Amityville Horror, (laughs) which was ridiculous. Right. I mean, like, if you've seen the movie, it's basically that, but, like, with way more holes. And not enough stings. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, after I was finished with that... I decided to get The Demonologist, okay. which is the story of Ed and Lorraine Warren, ah, who is the name the I was PIs. trying to... Yeah, the, yeah. The, yeah, it's like their life story. Okay. So, in it, it's, it's not a great book, and I don't believe in this stuff, but in it, they say two things. They say, oh, everyone thinks midnight's the witching hour, but it's really 3 a.m. That's the time of the devil. I'm like, okay. And then, and then and then they also say, like, if you think about these things, you're letting them in. Cut to... 3 a.m. 3 a.m. Cameron wakes up, looks over at the clock. It is 3 a.m. on the dot. I freak out. I was, like, in a cold sweat. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's the devil's hour. But and then I start about it, and then you start thinking about it because I'm trying not to think about it. I'm like, oh my god, I'm inviting him in. <laughs> and then our house makes so many noises. Yeah, we have like a, a like a newer house, so yeah, it like has so like it's, a nail it's pops settling a lot. Yeah, yeah. So it settles a lot. So then I I literally like <laughs> lay in bed with the covers up to my nose, <laughs> listening to the nail pops, freaking yourself out, freaking myself out. So, you know. That's great. Anyway. Oh, man. We'll go back to Poopa. Oh, yeah. Let's go back to Poopa. <laughs> so, in 2005, this woman apparently died. There is no record of this doll doing anything. I mean, aside from she talked to it and it saved her life. Right. Suddenly, all of a sudden, after she dies, this doll just lights up like freaking Chucky. Yeah. And, like, everyone's like, oh, look at all the paranormal stuff <laughs> happening around this doll. Apparently, Poopa doesn't like to be caged up. Okay. And why do they keep caging these dolls in glass cases? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. What's that about? I don't know. I feel like that would just be a horrendous thing to do to a, a doll. Yeah, and then they say, okay, so she's in this glass case, and they say that the glass fogs up. With what? She's not breathing. 
what is the doll breath? Ghost breath? Doll breath? What yeah. Is, what's the breath? Well, that was the question I had the other week. I was like, does she breathe? Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, why? Yeah. She's dead. She's dead. Why would she die? So, in the in the foggy glass, mm-hmm. she writes... She writes little hearts. No, she writes, Poopa hates. <laughs> and then she'll uh, tap on the glass with her velvety hands. You can't tap with velvety hands. And then cross her legs in a hoof. <laughs> She's adorable. Poopa hates. Poopa hates. So then, or like Mandy, <laughs> uh-huh. she would have her hand resting on the glass case, like as you walk Please, by. Please, let me out. They say it's because she's mad at being in the case, but then I, I like I said, I was like, let the, the effing doll out of the case then. Right. Like, wh- well, no, not- she'll get dusty. And you know, hair eventually disintegrates. Okay, but that would be like me locking you up in, in a cage and being like, I don't want you to get dirty. <laughs> like, if, if all this doll wants is to be free, let her be free. She's not hurting anyone. She all saves right. people's lives. But she's in a nice she's velvet dress. She's velvety. you got to keep her caged. <laughs> she's, a, she's like a superhero. <laughs> anyway, uh, we get to the owner, who... Presumably, it's the family of the person we don't know, but we still don't got any names. We don't here. have the, the owner's we name don't have either. Any names. Wow, okay. Oh, it gets worse. <laughs> oh, jeez. He says he has video oh. of Poopa uh-huh. walking. Bullshit. <laughs> and, like, again, she has flimsy little velvet legs. <laughs> she can't walk she with She cannot those. support the weight no. of her body. No. And but, but and he says he's got video. He's, he's recorded three times. Okay. And every time he tries to upload the video to YouTube, mm-hmm. a weird white film <laughs> goes over the video, and you'll see childish scrawl over it that says "Poopa hates." Poopa no. Poopa no. And I'm like, so she writes on the digital print? How? <laughs> Is she that good at video editing? <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs> But I will say that, though, as the Poopa girl was telling me this, yeah. our internet did drop. Oh, or, whatever. It, no, it really did. <laughs> so Our internet drops just because the wind <laughs> decided to blow east. Or, or Poopa. Poopa <laughs> didn't want me learning anymore. We have steel in our house, so our internet barely works, and, according to the dude who set it up. <laughs> whatever. Okay. Yeah. Want to hear something else? Okay. Too bad. There's nothing else. That's it. That's the extent of Poopa as a haunted doll. She's not haunted. Oh, and apparently nobody knows where Poopa is now. Oh, of course not. Paranormal investigators have said they want to study Poopa, but it's like she's vanished off the face of her earth with her nameless owners. Wow. So, I mean, this is clearly BS, right? Yeah, this is this is hardcore BS. There's nothing creepy about Poopa. No, nothing. They're just trying to, like, drum up some cool haunted dog. For and they who? And they didn't even do it good for the, the Poopa girl, the, the, the people that <laughs> like this stuff. But, I mean, like, give me a good story. Yeah. Give me something. Exactly. Give me some dates. Yeah. Some names. Yeah. <laughs> and then some people are like, well, is she possessed by a demon? And I'm like, she's done nothing wrong. <laughs> She's done nothing, literally nothing. <laughs> so, but I, I guess I, I guess I feel kind, it's kind of sad taking like someone's beloved childhood toy. This yeah. woman, if she existed, which I mean the doll exists, I've seen pictures. Right. So this person kept this doll for 
presumably, if we're taking this at face value, for 75 years, loved this doll, mm -hmm. this doll saved her life, and then after this woman dies, they're like, it's an evil doll. Oh, yeah, it's, it's like, BS. I don't like that. It's a, yeah. it's a total hoax. Yeah. And it just tries... It's insulting to the woman's memory who it, loved the doll. Yeah, she loved this doll, yeah. and you're just like making it this really cheap, gross thing, mm -hmm. trying to like out... Ghost Annabelle and Robert. Ugh. And, uh... Easy to outghost Annabelle. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Annabelle is specific. Robert... Robert's more, real. Robert, Robert gives me the Robert, wake. Mothman, <laughs> Wendigus. Wendigus. Boom. But, I mean, at least Annabelle had a kill count. <laughs> she had a kill count. You know? <laughs> like, don't exploit people's toys after their death. Right. You know, like your BTS guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, you like, kill. He's not going to get a part of my soul. Sorry, guys. Although, although <laughs> if you want to take, like, one of my guitars after I die. Right. And, like, try to sell it like it's got, like, my spirit in it. Yeah. And, like, I'd be like, you'll be an excellent bass yeah, player. You will, like, it will rock your socks off. <laughs> I, I'm okay with that. Okay. And then, like, my bass guitar goes down through history as being, like, a haunted bass. Yeah, that'd be great, right? That'd be cool. Yeah. Like, I'm okay with and that. And it, like, helps anybody playing bass. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, you have my permission for that. Oh, I'm and not... I will totally do that. Yeah, I think you should. <laughs> Unfortunately, all good hoaxes come to an end. Oh. And we have to talk about this dumb show. Oh, right. October Faction. So... Uh, the show starts off... Okay, let me ask you a question just to get us going. Sure. Is this show mm -hmm. a metaphor for <laughs> male impotency? <laughs> because it starts off in a bedroom <laughs> I where the guy is sitting on the edge of his bed, like, kind of in that classic, like, I'm so sorry, this never happens to me, <laughs> like, thing. His much more attractive wife. <laughs> like, that relationship does not no, make sense. Does not. She wraps her arm around him. And then she's holding this, like, huge gun. <laughs> which made us both bust out laughing. <laughs> I think that was the point of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, think, I think there was a shock value, but I think it was... Do you think it was supposed to be cool, or do you think it was supposed to be funny? I I'm think not it sure was supposed to be both. Okay, because this show tries to play with both, I It think. does try to play with both, and uh, one of the actors in it said it's going to be like an 80s TV show, an 80s movie. He was talking about uh, Angela Lansbury and stuff, but I feel like this did not understand what Murder, She Wrote actually was. No. Nor did it have ever seen anything made in the 80s. Um, well, no, I will say this. The people who wrote this show have definitely seen some movies. Okay. Because, first of all, we had a line, a joke, okay. quote-unquote, that if they go to, like, the nearby hotel, if you run a black light over it, it might look like a Jackson Pollock painting. Sure. Which is almost word for word what Star-Lord says in Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, that's not exactly 80s, is it? No, but I mean, like, this, <laughs> this show is stealing from a lot. Oh, yeah. Like, um, freaking, what was the other... They mention at the the wake that there's salmon mousse that's almost edible. Now this might be a bit obscure, and okay. maybe it's because I'm pop culturey. Mm -hmm. But the only place I've ever heard salmon mousse ever referenced mm -hmm. was in Monty Python's Meaning of Life. Right. And there's like a last skit where this dinner table everyone dies mm -hmm. because the salmon mousse is poison. And then there's a nice little joke at the end where Michael Palin says, "I didn't even have the mousse," <laughs> but and they're dead. Yeah. But, like, it's, it's it's funny. But, I mean, like, is almost edible salmon movie. It feels like yeah. it's, like, somebody's been watching a lot of other shows and movies. Right. And, like, rather than using those as an inspiration or a springboard, mm -hmm. 
it's kind of like it's seeped directly <laughs> into the writing. Even when the mother walks into the house, it felt straight out of like Sunset Boulevard. Like she was yeah. Norma Desmond. Yeah. And then when they're in the grocery store, she wraps a towel around the barrel of her pistol, mm-hmm. which is very Godfather Part Two. Yeah. I would think if you were to speak with the writer, they would say they borrowed from influences. Mm. But I think it's almost direct ripoff. Right. Like, it does, there's not a clever spin to it. Mm-hmm. It's like he had just watched Guardians of the Galaxy. That Star Lord line mm-hmm. was in his head, and he just rewrote it just slightly. <laughs> just to, but it's like, that's. Yeah. Not good. Right. <laughs> that's right. not good writing. Exactly. Uh, oh, no, what I want to say, I'm sorry to keep going, mm-hmm. but what I want to say about the male impotency, so the show starts with him in this bed looking disappointed. <laughs> and then at the end of the show, there's a whole conversation about how his swing is gone <laughs> and how he's lost his game. Uh-huh. So I just, like, I don't know if it's... He's if bored with sex? Is that what you're telling no, me? No, <laughs> I'm saying he can no longer perform. Well, yeah, we know that because he couldn't kill this But is that what the show is thing? about? Let's not dig deep into this. (laughs) Let's just not. But but I mean, like, even if it is, I mean, like, what a dumb premise. Yeah, I don't care if you can't get it up. Take take the blue pill. This this ain't the sun also rises, guys. Yeah, right. (laughs) Isn't it pretty to think so? Cue lame guitar noise. Oh, my God. The music in this is just schizophrenic as anything. But mainly whenever it wants to convey some sort of, like, cool emotion it's like fuzzy distorted Mm -hmm. ambient guitar yes racket yes it doesn't work no the most of the show most of the dialogue is straight up exposition exposition you have 17 year old twins being like so when grandpa died this house was built on an indian burial ground of course i know when grandpa died everybody knows when grandpa died when he pushed grandma away. Oh. oh. Grandma was pushed away because. Yeah, yeah, like that's the conversation. It's because like, he was a shut-in. So it's like you clearly both know the same information. Yeah. But, uh, you, but you, you're telling the audience that we don't care about this. Yeah, like maybe bring in another character that wouldn't know about this right. stuff. But they're like so isolated, this little yeah. family unit. It almost feels like a really bad ripoff of Dark Shadows. Yeah, it feels like a ripoff of a lot of things. Yeah. Oh, or another another exposition point was they're driving to this house that they're mm-hmm. going to, and the father turns to the daughter and says, "We know you're a straight A student. It's people you need to work at." <laughs> it's like, first of all, that makes you look like a tool. Yeah. Second of all, it's like, oh well, thank you for letting us know everything we need to know about this character yeah. in the Don't clearest, care. dumbest way you possibly exactly. Possibly could. Also, the, like, just, like, the time frame for the whole show was mm-hmm. kind of weird and off. Yeah. Like, I wasn't really sure when. I mean, because of the car, it takes place in 2019. Because of the technology, it takes place in 2035. Because of the hardcore racism, it takes place in 1932. <laughs> right. At one point, they're at his father. I guess, should we explain kind of what's going on? I don't even know what's going on. Briefly, briefly. Forget the <laughs> synopsis as we've told you before. They, the show starts off, they're in a hotel room in Japan. They're there's talk- a weird alien. There's a weird alien. They kill him. So obviously they're alien hunters. They've been called back yeah. to his old hometown because his father has died. Mm-hmm. They need to go settle the affairs there. Right. That's it. Yeah, that's okay, about so, it. Okay, so there you go. 
So, so he gets drunk at his... He did not have a good fa- relationship with his father. Mm-hmm. We know that he has not seen his father in, I believe, at least eight years. I, I had right. eight years in my head. I thought 15. Might be even 15. Okay. He has a car that's probably from 1980. Yeah. Which is fine. Like yeah. I mean, like he's old enough that he would yeah. probably be about 16 in 1980. Well, no, no. That's Dee's car. That's her car. Same. I don't know why she left it on her father-in-law's garage. Same difference, though. So it's, it's an older car. Yeah. Neither neither of them have been there in maybe a decade in and a half. Excellent condition. Excellent condition. The father's been taking care of it. Yeah. They open up the glove compartment. They find a joint. Yep. Which he immediately is like, oh, great. A, a joint lights it up and proceeds to get stoned. And you and I are like, it's a leaf. How long? It's already it? disintegrated. You haven't been there. For, so I looked it up. You can't use rosemary one year after it's been dried. <laughs> this is what the internet ha- we don't we don't smoke weed. No, of course not. <laughs> but this is what the internet says about cannabis. Okay. Under ideal storage conditions, cannabis can actually stay relatively fresh for a surprisingly long time. Three months. It's if it's been <laughs> properly harvested, dried, cured, and then stored. As presumably not in a pre-wrapped joint. Right in the dashboard of a car. In a garage. In a garage. In, like, New York, I think. So, I have with no idea. extreme weather conditions. <laughs> you can expect your weed to stay fresh from anywhere from six months to a year. Yeah. So, they, like, that's what I'm talking So, I don't even know what they're smoking. Just paper? That's why I, that's why I hate the writing in the show was so bad. It yeah. felt like just rip-off after rip-off. Mm-hmm. They wanted to have a scene where it was like, hey, remember when we were kids and we used to smoke weed and blah, right. blah, blah. Oh, here's my old stash. It's like, but you didn't even look up. No. Like, does this make sense that I could have a joint that's, like, old enough to vote? I mean, did you, you know? S- you know, it would have made more sense that he stumbled upon his 17-year-old's stash. Yes. Or his father's. Or, or his father's. Or anybody else's. Or, like, they were, like, went into town and they saw some kid dealing. Yeah, and it was like, like, hand it over, bitch. I, I'm feeling <laughs> upset right now. I'm going to smoke some of this weed. Exactly. You know, or whatever. Like, they, it was so dumb. Yeah. Like, dumb enough, like I said, that it stood out enough to me that actually... That I was like, hey, we should look this up. Yeah, we should look this up because... Because you can't use herbs one year after you've opened the the jar. If you still have it one year later, you have to throw it out because it's now done. I would imagine you might be able to still smoke it, but there'd be no potency. There's to nothing it. It to it. It would just be dead leaves. You yeah, know, you're like... just smoking smoke. Yeah. <laughs> the whole show is in this very slow, thinks it's funnier, thinks it's cleverer than it it is. Mm -hmm. And then finally at the end of the show, she and he are at a grocery store in town and they spot these weird vampire things. Whatever whatever we're dealing with in the show, which was never adequately explained. I'm thinking genetic hybrids. Maybe. They have a phone that says Xenomorph, which... I think is the name of the creatures an alien. Aren't those animaniacs? Could be that. <laughs> and they they go through this whole thing and like like they follow these people into the back room of this grocery store, which I don't oh, know. Hold up, 
Hold up. Before we even get there. Yeah, they follow these people into the back room. and They're like 20 feet behind them. Yet somehow these xenomorphs have already butchered the butcher. Butchered the butcher. Before they were even confronted by these two who were supposed to have saved this butcher. And then it's clear that the people who wrote this show have never worked in retail in their yeah, life. Yeah, because there is like full on herds of beef hanging. Well, well I'm, not, I'm not even talking about that. But like in retail, people are in and out of the storeroom all the time. Right. These people go in there, these aliens or vampires, whatever the crap these things are supposed to be. Again, never, never explained. No, no. Go into the back room. They murder the butcher. Mm -hmm. And then our two heroes have us very slow. Finally separate them. How did they even get them separated? They get them separated. We missed. There is an entire scene cut there. The uh, Our heroes supposedly mm -hmm. watching this guy get murdered. Right. And then letting these two xenomorphs separate. And that it, had to have been what happened. Because they all walked into the storeroom like 20 feet behind each other. Yeah. Exactly. So we missed an entire scene there just so we can watch this old man be like, You know what? I get that you're a xenomorph. I just don't feel like killing you. Let's sing some old jingles, pal. Okay, well, and that goes into that male impotency kind oh of idea. Like, I used to be something, but now it's like it's like kind of right. a... A midlife crisis-y type oh. show, maybe. And maybe that's why it doesn't appeal very yeah, much. Yeah, that's why I hated it. But it's a very male-centric midlife yeah. crisis. So it's like, It's okay. like, well, my life sucks. Well, we'll just let this competent woman take over then. But but my point was, so they follow these people into the back room. Nobody in this store is going into the back room mm -hmm. at all. Long enough that the, the monsters can butcher someone. Yep. Then two people were apparently shot. Yeah. with a towel wrapped around the barrel of a gun, yeah. and nobody heard nobody it. Nobody heard it. Oh, and, and then I'm they sorry. had to chop up the bodies and put them in bags. Now, they had changed clothes. How did they even get into these clothes without somebody seeing that they're covered in blood? And again, at this time, nobody has gone into the back room to be like, hey, what are you people doing back here? Yeah. No, nothing is happening. No. And just so you know, a gun suppressor, a silencer, does not actually no, work. No, it doesn't. So it would still have been made a very loud shot yeah. mm -hmm. in this show again no research is done nope. i mean like i get it and sometimes in shows you have to play with it right. silencers are more than just this show and they're right. always like pew pew <laughs> you know that's not how it works in real life and we right. get that but like with everything else that was going on in this mm -hmm. show it was just like this is such bull crap yeah and I, as they were following them into the back room i was like this show has been so slow mm -hmm. so boring yeah. I don't know what's going on. I don't know why I'm supposed to care about these people. Yeah. It's not funny. It's not cool. It's not interesting. Yep. I'm like, this action better be good. <laughs> and it was not. Not at all. In fact, there was none. They it was just them singing jingles. It was, just, And then she shoots the guy from off screen yeah. and then kills the other person completely off screen. Completely off screen because she was being attacked by that thing. Yeah, there was a quick there jump scare. There was a quick second of the xenomorph coming out at her. With her weird teeth. From behind... Two inches from her neck. And then next scene, she kills the other guy. I'm like, oh, what happened here? So there was like at least at least two huge scenes, fight scenes at least, that were completely cut. For what, For what reason? reason? I For have what no reason? idea. So we could have slow emo rock at a funeral that like we don't know. Oh. And, and then, oh, oh, then weird flashbacks that would happen throughout the, the show. Oh, of, of him killing his brother. And here's another thing. For all you professional writers out there, <laughs> especially professional TV movie writers, mm -hmm. if you do a flashback <laughs> and you have an old man wearing 
a a wig yeah. and some makeup to make him look a little younger, I can guarantee yeah. you that man is not dead in the present. That's right. He is 1,000% <laughs> not dead. 1,000% not dead. I mean, like, I don't even have to watch the rest of the show. At some yeah. point, he faked his death. Yeah. Or he's, you know, or something's going on because we're going to bring that actor yeah. in and he's going to take off that wig and he's not yep. going to wear that makeup and he's going to be uh, appropriately aged right. where he needs to be. Well, I think that's supposed to be the mysterious twist, too, because there is a line where it was meant to be an insult, uh-huh. where the guy was like, hey, mom, how come you look younger every year? Is there any money still left in my trust fund? Yeah. Because he, it's implying that she gets like plastic surgery all the time to look younger. Right. And she's like, oh, there's tons left. Because I think they're younginating themselves. Okay. Like maybe they're sort of- Younginating? Yeah, younginating. <laughs> maybe by like- like drinking it. the souls of little girls or Probably something. Probably like that yeah. Catherine. Um, yeah. I, I don't remember the epithet she goes by, but there was a, yeah. a vampire story about she bathed in blood of like yeah, the yeah. girls and stuff yeah, like that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe that's why the dad is in hiding because he is starting to look too young. Ma- and that's why they made him look so old in there the flashbacks. You, there you go. In <laughs> less than two minutes, we've come up with a viable <laughs> plot. Now, is that what happens? I don't know. We right. will probably need to workshop it for at least 15 minutes well, to get I'm, it right. Well, I'm using younginating. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and I'm fine with it. Yeah, that's my word. <laughs> do you <wanna laughs> it's hear, copyright. Do you want to hear what other people had to say about this? Yeah, uh, sure. They're can't, they're, they're, it's not possible somebody was like, 10 stars. Okay. Five out of five, the best <laughs> ever. The first person is Teach Gold. Okay. And they say, watch anything except this. <laughs> They say high school writing and acting, illogical poor casting. Yeah. Camera work. Oh, yeah, because I did love the one scene where they're like, come on, do you think we're really Alan Legacy? Look at all these white people. And there's like Indians. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, yeah. I was like, they don't count. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, weird, right? It was weird. There, I mean, if you're, if you're going to make that point. Yeah, put a whole bunch of Aryans in a room. Yeah, like, I don't yeah. even think anyone was blonde. <laughs> no, one woman was blonde. One woman. Okay, okay. <laughs> I feel like in order to get your point across, maybe you should have just kept with blondes. Yeah, I mean, like, that would be a point where diversity actually works against you. Because yes. if your point is, look at all these white people, yes. they should probably be white people. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like, um... But there's an Indian. (laughs) (laughs) Camera work is GoPro and drones. Dialogue is so on the nose it is cringeworthy. Yeah. Think no budget student film. No, some budget. Sure. (laughs) I'll give them budget. Yeah. Uh, They had to rent that house. They said, I watched it to the end and... Whoa, they did. It was poor things. You will thank yourself for watching something else. If you still want to watch this, get stoned first. Did they watch... Does that mean they watched the entire series? Why would you do that? I don't... I don't know. Oh, well, well. Too much time on my hands. <laughs> this is, and this is, that review was in January. This is before the lockdown. Oh, this is before the quarantine. Then they should have gotten a life before quarantine. Yeah. And now, if you watch this as a quarantine binge, <laughs> yeah. I'm okay with yeah. it. <laughs> but Metal Squirrel disagrees and says, you need to watch the entire season. No, thanks. I hate you people. I hate <laughs> you people. <laughs> I can see why some people have given this show very negative reviews. Oh, my God. This is, by the way, a 10-star review. I can see why people hate this. <laughs> <laughs> However, I really wonder how many of them have watched past the first couple of episodes. Ugh. I say this because, for example, 
One reviewer wrote that there was race baiting in the first episode, and that turned them off. However, you have to be more than a few episodes in before it is revealed why one of the characters was treated that way. Uh, no, 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 no it was revealed epi- in episode, episode one. Because we had the yeah. same we had the same. Yeah, because reaction. we were like, whoa, he's not serving her gasoline because she's black? Yeah, and well, and the characters call it out. They say, yeah. like, oh, racist much? Yeah, it was weird. So we were like, oh, okay, weird racism here. Yeah. But then in that first episode. So but not, then it finds out he just hates serving anybody who's related to the guy who killed his son. Yeah, which makes a hundred Which makes a thousand percent sense. So Metal Squirrel is already not being entirely honest here because like, yeah. no, if you watch the first episode you yeah. know why he yeah. was acting like that. Exactly. Yeah, because it didn't make sense to me either because uh, the, the husband's white and the wife yeah. is um, African American. Yeah. And their kids are interracial, yeah. and he only seemed to have a problem with her. I'm yeah. like, well, wouldn't he have a problem with the kids too? Yeah, then? yeah. And, you know, like if that... he was that kind of a racist, so oh, our... he would have big problems. So even at that point, I know, like, I knew it wasn't strictly racist. Yeah, it like... just felt so weird to me. I was like, this is really confusing. Yeah, and then, like, and then, because like the the main character dude, mm-hmm. he looks like an English professor who <laughs> really likes. John Updike. Like, he's a <laughs> big John Updike fan. And he's, like, so scrawny. And, and, and like, he steps up to this, like, redneck guy. Yeah. And he's like, you're lucky, pal. <laughs> I know. We both start laughing. And I'm like, I get he's, he's part of the whole thing. He yeah. kills monsters and yeah. everything. But it was just, like, so ridiculous. And yeah. I'm like, whatever. Others question the casting, the acting. <laughs> Again, this is a 10-star review. Others question the casting. No, no, the, the cast, the, the, the casts were fine. The actors are all really good in other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not sure why they were so terrible in this. Yeah. So the, uh, Metal Squirrel is saying that the problem some people have with the show was its themes of infidelity, classism, and gay characters. I don't think that's uh, a problem. Infidelity, we didn't get. We didn't get. We so didn't get on episode one. Classism, classism is there, but I mean, not like, really. What was what would be your problem? What would be your problem with the theme of classism? I don't know. That is, that is this person is Metal Squirrel <laughs> assuming that everyone who writes reviews on IMDb are like, elitist? Well, they're like one the one percent, <laughs> and, they get, and they're in the one percent. They spend all their idle time writing reviews against Netflix shows. <laughs> like that doesn't make sense. And then gay characters, oh, we've know this. From other Netflix shows, there, there's a certain group of troll who, who absolutely hate anybody gay. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like the, as soon as there's a gay character, they're gonna yeah. just go to IMDb or Amazon or wherever, give one star, and be yeah. like, whatever. Ew, gross. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Metal Squirrel says, "I get it." <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I get your bigotry. I totally am with you on that. <laughs> oh my god! Such so Metal Squirrel, not me. <laughs> But at the end of the day, <sighs> if you watch all of the episodes, you simply have to ask yourself, were you entertained? No. Not in the least. <laughs> Honestly, I was very entertained, but you eat metal nuts. Metal score. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope that there are future seasons, despite some of the minor flaws that are present in season <laughs> one. Ten stars. Ten stars. So they know it's flawed. Despite the fact that the casting, the acting, the themes, <laughs> it's not... The writing. The despite writing, all of this, it's ten stars. Ten, ten stars need another season. This is not an excellent Godzilla movie, lady. No. I mean, like, there's nothing about this show that makes me 
even remotely interested to see what's happening. Yeah, not even. Everything that's in it that would be interesting has been done in other things way better. Yep, yep. So there's nothing in here that is appealing at all. They don't even have peanuts. Oh yeah, <laughs> like Dude, I just discovered peanuts, guys. <laughs> the peanuts, not 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 the Schwartz peanuts. <laughs> Charlie Brown, no no no, that's that's always. We're talking. Th- I'm talking about the peanuts from Mothra and all like Mothra related Godzilla movies. Yeah, they're the greatest. Oh my god, that was mind blowing <laughs> when that first popped up on the screen. <laughs> I literally stopped eating my popcorn. <laughs> All those kaiju movies are amazing. Amazing. <laughs> and the peanuts just add so much more to it. And our sons really get into it. They love is, it. They love uh, is, is a request it's now, a request from, our, now. from Jake. Yeah. To be like, oh, are we going to watch a Godzilla movie tonight? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's like, oh, yeah, I guess so. I guess yeah. we will. But, okay, can you say anything nice about October Faction? I guess you've said nice things about the acting. Well, um, the actors are generally amazing. Yeah. Generally. Generally. In other things. Generally. It was nice to see Megan Follows. Oh, my God. It was so nice to see her. Yeah. She's still amazing. She's still amazing. The show um, must be filmed in Canada. She's a national be. treasure up there. Yeah. Along with maple syrup <laughs> <laughs> and beavers. And Justin Trudeau's butt. <laughs> and Justin Trudeau's butt. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, what can I say nice about it? Can I say something nice that's not about the acting? Uh-oh. You've got some dead air. Okay, because, you know, I still, I do have a problem with the sets. The house on the exterior looked pristine. Like, it had just been power washed. Right. Because the bricks were beautiful. But then you go into the house. Then you go into the house, and it is covered with, I don't know, poop. Yeah, it's There's, got, like, dingy walls everywhere. They have, like, gas candelabras everywhere. Yeah. But then, like, oh, and they remember the scene where she goes into, like, the one place, and she was, like, access armory. And it was, yeah. like, the freaking Matrix and, like, gun stuff. Yeah, except it's in a pantry. Yeah, it was, like, in a pantry or But something. there's no dust flying everywhere. And, again, we still, we spent... 40-something minutes of yeah. our lives watching this show, yeah. I still could not give you an adequate description of what the show is about. I know they're <laughs> monster hunters. They work right. for an organization. I get that. But right. I really don't know what's going and on. And I really don't care. And I don't care. Like, they were, <laughs> it was written in such a way that they were like, oh, the, the characters are going to propel this. The family drama, the, the humor, that's going to keep people interested. We don't have to give too much in the first episode because no. people are just going to love being with these people. Nope, I don't. I do not care for them. Nope. <laughs> not in the slightest. I thought they were kind of terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, God, I'm, I really am trying to think of something nice that's not just the acting. <laughs> I guess the... Uh, I guess... When the monsters have their teeth come out, that's a pretty cool fact. It wasn't straight. We, up. we didn't even see that except for like a split second. Th- then a split second of the show is good. <laughs> <laughs> that's how much is good. All right, all right. All right. And I would not let it go to series. No. I would not. No. If you threw this script down on my desk, I'd be like, no, this is not this happening. This is garbage. This is not happening. What do you think would make it better? Do you think anything would make it better? No. Well, like I said, it's just not original enough what I've seen of it. Right. Like, I'm like, I, yeah, this could be a hit with those other things that have done the same thing. Yeah. You know? Except this was trying to be hokey, but it just couldn't even pull off hokey. Yeah, it couldn't pull, it was trying to be Whedon-esque, I think, in a bit Mm. with its humor. Right. But 
that's a specific voice. He has a very specific voice. Yeah. Which, and I'm not, I don't like Whedon, but there's certain right. writers who have a certain voice that, mm-hmm. it's like the drummer for Van Halen. Yeah. Like, anytime you hear him drumming, I love how I'm picking him, Alex Van Halen, <laughs> rather than Eddie, R.I.P., but, like, <laughs> you hear him drumming, and you automatically know that's that's Alex Van Halen. Even right. if you hear him on a different record, you can, like, be like, that's Alex Van Halen. Joss Whedon's the same way. I think J.J. Abrams is a bit the right. same way. If you're going into comic books, Brian Michael Bendis is definitely has a voice. Mm-hmm. David Mamet has a voice. These people have a voice. I don't really remember where I was going with this. But, like, I guess my <laughs> point is, like, I've seen all this stuff in this show. Mm-hmm. This show does not have its own voice. It's borrowing other people. It's an echo yeah. of those other things, if you will. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's its problem. Yeah. That's its problem. That's its problem. Daisy problem. And there's skunky weed. And there's skunky. That's so gross. That was like just smoking smoke. It would be like filthy. It would, it would be, be just covered. smoking smoke. It would be like going into a burning building being like, oh, yeah, this is getting me high. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Like, like I mean, but think about it. It's been sitting in a glove compartment for, like, since the W. Bush administration. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, it's got to be, like, full of dust and cobwebs. Yeah, spiders. Spiders have, like, laid their eggs yeah. in that thing. Aww. And you were like, yeah, let's get high. But no, the car was not dusty. No, it was pristine. No, it was pristine. It was like For a father-in-law in who supposedly hates them and has disowned them, yeah. he took excellent care of his daughter-in-law's car. car. And the reason why they were disowned was because of her. Yeah. It made no sense why that car and was there. And I think we're wrong about the 8 or the 15 years. Okay. Because all the flashbacks suggest he was like, fi- like okay, I'm going to say he was, he said his brother died. He killed his brother, by the way. Yeah. He said because his brother was a xenomorph. His brother died when his brother was 17. Yeah. So you have to imagine he was either the same age, maybe it's another twin situation, right. or a little older. Okay. So he was probably 20, and that's when he was having the argument with his father about her. Okay. No, no, he had to have been like 17 or 18. Because he was in a Letterman's jacket. That, that's, what, that's what I'm So he's in high school. Right. And the argument was about her, and yeah. he's conservatively 50-something. So, at least 30 years. That my The whole point is that weed <laughs> is three decades old. It does not work. <laughs> it would have been like, he should have like lit it and like the wrap, the paper should the Just exploded <laughs> in his face. Just caught fire with all the dust and cobwebs. Like flash paper. Yeah, like oh my flash God. paper. It should have been flash paper. I, I was a former smoker and I have like accidentally lit like dust and it goes up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> We're not here to talk about that. No, we're not. We're done now. I really am upset we didn't get to watch Night Gallery. Yeah, me too. Me too. I, that didn't help the show at all. No, it didn't. Because I know that would have been at least good. Yeah. 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 Piloting the Pilots releases each Tuesday and can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Oh, you're not reading the last line no, there? No. Wow. No, okay. Not today. No. Yeah. Well, as always. <laughs> this can... show doesn't deserve it. <laughs> you can contact us with any questions or rebuttals on Twitter at Pilot Pilots or email at us. Email at us. Email at us. Come on. Email at me. Pilotingthepilots at gmail.com. We're having issues. We would love to hear from you. Next week, we will be... I don't know what we're watching next week, because we were supposed to watch October Faction next week, so we have no, nothing planned. So the Saturday is um, Halloween, Halloween, which so, so I'm not recording next Saturday. Right. So, because that's Halloween. I'm that's taking not... a day off, Effers. Yeah, Effers. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had a vacation all year. Yeah. And I've been stuck inside this house since March. Yeah, and our little recording room is hot. Sweaty as s***.
here. Oh my God. <laughs> so maybe we reconvene two weeks from now and start. Is that when we start Christmas rom coms? Christmas movies, hell yeah. Okay, so we. But we need to find some that are um, easily accessible. Right. We because, will. like, we're going to be getting the Hallmark Channel just for this. <laughs> but, like, for other people, there, you shouldn't well, have to pay for this. Well, I'm sure there's going to be. <laughs> so, you're in flight. You're going to have in flight movies for. For a the while. rest of the year. Pretty much the rest of the year. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure we're going to take a lot from Netflix because Netflix always. Netflix released. has some excellent Christmas rom-coms. I, I think the, the, the princess. One, yeah, yeah, like, there's a lot of them. She, that's a trilogy. Oh, there's one with Kurt Russell and um, oh, geez. oh Kurt uh, Russell, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, the was Santa that, Claus one, yeah, that's they, they a have a sequel coming out. I know, but that's not a rom, yeah, we're doing it anyway. Okay, we'll talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll, we'll we'll let you all know, it'll probably be a surprise, but we're gonna take off a week mm-hmm. for, for Halloween and to get our own garbage together, and then yeah. we'll. Reconvene since this is a new setup. Yeah, and we'll reconvene probably. I guess it's the second week of November. Yep. We will be back on November tenth. Yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. November tenth, which will start our holiday movie marathon. Yeah, yeah. And then in the new year, we'll get back to doing the actual pilots again. Oh yeah. But but, you know what? I've been thinking about this. I consider these Christmas movies television shows. They're inside movies. Well, they're TV movies. Besides, your pilot is four years old. You can deal. You're not going to AMC (laughs) to watch, you know, my Christmas romance. Exactly. So, So, if you don't like Christmas movies, Meet us in January. <laughs> well, that's something fun. I want to do a superhero little block. I want to do a summer vacation block, which might be fun in the winter. Mm-hmm. So we got some good stuff lined up for you. Yeah. Okay. Do we? Absolutely. Yeah. You're a liar. I do actually have a list. I know you do. I know you do. You are prepared like three years <laughs> out. <laughs> well, not so much because I didn't have one for this week. But anyway, <laughs> we will talk to you in a couple weeks. Yep. We love you. Have a safe and happy Halloween. Mm-hmm. And you know what? We'll talk to you on the other side of the election. So. Oh, we will. Oh. So we might need some Christmas movies. <laughs> oh. Okay, let's. Ooh. Stay that... strong. Oh, Stay wow. Stay strong, guys. Yeah, okay. All right. Okay. And if you haven't voted, vote. And uh, all that good stuff. Yep, yep, yep. All right. We love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.